We're recording. How you guys doing? You're supposed to start. I'm doing good. Yeah. That was at, a good start. At Waza. So we have Ben Bergeron, coach, comp train, CFNE. Very, very dear friend. Yes. It's been Sick. a long time. And uh, Marcus Wilson, founder of Noble. Very dear friend. It's so. been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> All it? around. All around. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. did you guys meet? I actually don't know this. I'm, the first lunch we had was at, um, not Shake Shack, what's that place called? Smash Burger. Smash Burger. Yes. But, oh, my God. Isn't that, is that where you were like, why are we here? A hundred percent. Yes. He may have even said, so what? what's this all about? <laughs> kind of like I'm saying right now. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that Full makes circle. sense now yeah. where you're like, yeah, pretty normal. Yeah. So but to give you backstory, uh, well, we'll go to the story, but Ben just asked if we had an agenda, which we don't. The, in Ben, I mean, in fairness to Ben or, and Marcus, you two super busy guys i'm sure you haven't watched our podcast yet thanks a lot um but anyway it's just friends catching up and, uh, i want to you know obviously link how we uh, met and our story and and uh you know just talk about what you guys are doing overall but so anyway but that's how we met we met you know i called ben in uh what would be 2013 probably man I, 14 I'm not good with the years, but somewhere around it, there. Uh, it has to be 13 because it was the 14. No, you're right. What was the first ECC that went to um, the, the World Trade Center? Center? Oh, at the World Trade Center. That I was, think that was uh, 14. So, yeah, then it was 13. Yeah. Because I, I sort of like, you know, oh, you helped inserted out. myself in yes. to that. Right? Yeah. You know, it's fun for me is that. <laughs> He's like, I keep just, he's trying I, to do I the math. With, he's like, these guys are all over the place. <laughs> but I talk to you both individually all the time, but the three of us never actually get a chance to, to hang out. So I'm really curious it's about... Aw- it's awesome because I think like we're all doing things very separately and we've done a lot of things together. And you know, the, the stories all tangle really well. Like you were at that ECC, you know, not even selling anything. You were just yep. set up your concept and... Maybe pre-selling shoes, right? Yeah, that one was in 2015. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so that's the year after. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But this I remember is why you right. wanted a plan. <laughs> 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 but I do remember the 2014 uh, regionals. Yep. Because that's where you and I first met, and that was you remember the the t-shirts, the uh, CFNE t-shirts with uh, the noble logo on them which yes. was like oh, yeah. way before we we thought we were going to have more things going yeah, it on it had the horns on yeah. the back yeah this was at Reebok so. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. in Canton yep 100% and I was at the time doing Redline which yep. you guys wore the shorts and yep that's crazy oh that only took us five minutes to figure we out. figured it out there we go so okay. we do know Let's each start other recording now we're ready <laughs> All right. so this is the loud and live sports podcast uh again Ben and, and Marcus um so what's going on what are you doing here? We're at Wadapalooza, obviously Friday. It is Friday, right? I yep. should know that. Yeah, yesterday, you know what's funny is that like yesterday we were talking last night in our meetings uh, with the staff. It was like it felt like Saturday night to me from my experience last year. You know? well, in terms of like the energy and the yeah. amount of people, I was expecting because the first time you had a Thursday event, right? right. Thursday kind of yep. um, go live type thing. Yeah. I was expecting uh, like a skeleton crew. I was expecting kind of like you go to like a, um, 
the the vendors and the booths still being set up right. and like a competition kind of going on the side and walk in it's like no it's like full go there's more people here on the thursday than there was at probably at any other sectional i've seen on any day yeah. it's pretty wild <clears throat> it was wild yeah we're we're Every so now this is my second really year. cool event last night too. That was you know. Did you like it? Yeah, the race. Cool. Anytime that there's a, anytime you don't need to look at a clock to see, and it's just like literally, uh, you know, like the turtles racing to the end yep. in slow motion. It's like who's beating who instead of like what's the time? Look at the leaderboard. Now it's really cool when you can just the visual of the race like that. Did you think it was too heavy? Um, no. Cool. I think switching to the, because we had some rain last night and the really cool audible on the fly of switching to a front squat, the thing I found really interesting was I think the front squat walking lunge is harder than the overhead, which we, I didn't anticipate that. No, but is. all of a sudden you put it on people's shoulders and you're lunging forward, it automatically collapses you. Where it's overhead, that weight stays over your midline pretty nice. You didn't see anybody kind of like midlines giving out and I wasn't expecting to see that, even with uh, the bumped up weight. But man, people had a hard time with that last one. Well, we not too heavy though, because people—it's only too heavy if people um, game the bike. Yeah. And people didn't game the bike. They and gaming the bike didn't pay off. So no, it wasn't too heavy. They taught. Well, we asked a lot of them after because they saw it as an opportunity when it went to the front rack to to, to send go it. harder. Yeah, yeah, it's, by the cool. way, we've tested the contingency because we needed to know what we would do in a situation like that. We good for we, you guys. We wanted that to be less weight. The athletes chose to just. They said, "Let's let's go." So we were going to take weight you, off. Why did you pivot? Because of, of the rain. rain yeah. 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 So you know, Dylan got together with those guys on the floor, and they asked him. That's what the we that just was want. The, like yeah. we care, and we want them to be involved. I, I think it was important. Yeah. I mean, that can be dangerous in sport. Like, hey, what no, do you think? But it wasn't too heavy because the first guy off the bike won the workout. Right. So it's not, how is that too heavy? It's like it's. No, I know. I think they were they were surprised in general though because it they, was surprising. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So we don't want to surprise people yeah, in the sport, yeah, right? Like, what, what was the weight? Two thirty-five. Oh, it was two thirty. I thought it was two twenty-five. Two thirty-five. That's too heavy, that dude. Seems too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that you and you um, and you your event uh, ECC inspired a little bit of that? Well, that we uh, we had the buy-in into the walking lunge with the, the cuts, the uh, same thing. And that um, I remember at the time we did with bar muscle-ups, though. I think right. Yep. Yeah. I remember at the time when seeing that workout, and I was like, Ben's. That shit crazy. That's so heavy. You know, it was what, like 165, oh, 175. That's a different. That's a different sport back then, though. That was seven years ago or whatever it was, six it's, years ago. It's crazy. So yeah. Anyway, but you you inspired that a little bit. Well, you inspired. Well, that's me. that's that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Talk a little bit about your relationship. I I want everybody to hear this. I don't know if it's been out there. You may have podcasted together before, or done interviews. I think it's fascinating, you know, I mean, I know a lot of it, but, you know, casual observer that is listening to this that doesn't know, what, what talk about yours, your relationship. So I have a very clear memory of, of uh, at least one of the first interactions we have. I'm very curious if you remember it the same way, but I had met Ben way back, and this had to be 20, like 2009 or something like that. 2008. We've already established I'm not good at yeah, figuring yeah. out years, yeah. so, so I just take yes. So and it was it was not through. I I had not even heard of CrossFit at the time, and it was I was uh, involved with a startup uh, that was called Idea Paint. It was like a dry erase paint, 
and so you could replace whiteboards with and all the stuff and that's how I met Ben and I got into uh, startups at that point completely naive to what that meant and then all of a sudden I'm working constantly not eating right like just you know Ben talks about spiraling up or spiraling down I spiraled down and uh, one morning, I'm like literally putting on my sock and hurt my back. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. What has happened to me? Um, and I was like a college athlete, all this stuff. And I literally that morning went to CF&E, walked in, saw Ben. And I was like, sign. he said, are you okay? I was like, no, sign me up. <laughs> he was coming to CF&E to, to, to whiteboard our, our walls with paint. Oh really? Yeah. 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 So oh, he was, no he was like he was the uh, like one of the big guys at the company. He was coming in to check out the space. Like, what are we gonna do here? And then he's like, "All right, sign me up." I've never heard that piece of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was the, that was a lot. So we so, were one of the prototypes yeah. places that they were uh, they were uh, uh, pitching this idea and like beta testing and kind of getting in the market of idea paint, the whiteboard paint on the walls. That famous CFNE wall. Yeah. <laughs> so you know the, the funny thing yeah. is is that it just so happened I live near CFNE. And I knew nothing, like, it was the first time I met Ben, didn't know anything about CF&E, and then I started getting into CrossFit, and I'm like, it really got hooked and started to get dialed in, and people just kept, you know, crushing me. And I'm looking over my shoulder, and there, this, was, this was 10 years ago, and there was a 50-year-old guy just killing me, and it was Brian Curley, who that, that year won uh, the games, won the games in yeah. the Masters Division. And then I look around, and there are people, and it's like the team, it's a year the team won. And so there's all these realizations like, wow, there's something really special about this place. And uh, and it's been a really. Uh, Maybe I'm amazing. not as unfit as I think I am. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like surrounded I by a bunch really of monsters. Unfit. I think really everybody's unfit. had the Brian Curley get your ass kicked by a moment, <laughs> yeah. right? It's yeah. like, who is yeah. this guy? I can't keep up with this guy. The My problem God. is, mine was when he was 60. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, who is this guy? <laughs> No, it's, it, I mean, it's played, I mean, it's played such a big part in my career, life, and yeah. certainly the space in general, right? You too. I I, um, I love hearing that. I didn't know it was an idea paint start. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's super interesting. And, I mean, you still go to CF&E on a daily basis, right? But not, uh, so I moved. <laughs> Ben's like, no. no. Uh, so I used to live <laughs> I 15 minutes <laughs> from there. Now I live, uh, I live closer into Boston, oh, so it's right, like I right, go out right. and it's a commute. So Ben and I had a really nice rhythm going for a while that uh, that I have, uh, uh, have no longer fallen through. Where we bro and we do the six thirty class and then just lift afterwards and it was a, it a lot of fun and also it's a great opportunity for us to catch up and, and talk business, life, family, all that good stuff. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you know, and obviously. You know, I look at the two of you, and I'm sitting here. I'm kind of like, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm like, similar storylines. You know, just you know, starting, you know, putting in a lot of hard work, and you know, you started with you know a single gym affiliate. I mean, you were coaching somewhere else first, right? Like you were like start. You, I know you had your yeah. moment, and you transitioned into it, and then CrossFit was like became your channel, but very similar. And I mean, it's like the song I uh, started at the bottom. Now I'm here. You know, the rap song. I don't know that song. Yeah, well, you should. So you should sing. You should sing it for us. No, nah, okay. yeah. nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I'll sing your praises. You're two of the most humble people I've ever been around in my life. But I mean, you guys are, you know, skyrocketed and you're doing phenomenal things and grown and you know both have global brands. I mean, what is that like for you guys? I mean, honestly, like I go, I get to travel more than anyone, um, and I know the impact of both of your work on the world of this space you know do you ever think of that do you ever you know try to put that in perspective for yourself 
for me, it's been interesting because from the so the, so Ben and I met back in twenty two thousand nine nine is what we've established, um, and it was before Noble, before any of that stuff. And I had um, I used to be the head of brand strategy at Reebok, and after I left there, got into the I was in venture capital, got into the whole startup world. Um, and Michael Schaefer, uh, my co-founder, and I would get together talk about starting something. And we, uh, once we, we thought about a training brand, but we thought it would be, it, we'd be able to get it off the ground really, really quickly. And so we started with an agency. And we came to Ben with this idea, which was, hey, we're going to start a training brand eventually, but right now we're starting an agency. And oh, by the way, we're going to launch a brand that's like a cold water surfing brand. You want to be a part of it. <laughs> And Ben was like, it was really interesting. Ben's like, I don't know about all of that, but I believe in you guys and would love to be a part of what you guys are doing. And so then, um, so Ben joined us, right? And so Ben's a partner in Noble and, and we've been kind of growing ever since. But for me, once we first got started and really digging in, it was interesting no matter where in the world I went. And this is like back in 2014, no matter where in the world I went, uh, people would ask me, where do you train? And as soon as I said CrossFit New England, uh, it changed the whole conversation. And so there was a, um, a credibility with CF&E way back um, that I don't think Ben realized at the time because it was, I mean, I would be in, you know, in Sweden, in Italy, wherever it may be, and everybody uh, knew about uh, CrossFit New England. And then with CompTrain coming online, it's just, it's uh, gone to a whole nother level. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I can do a comp train workout anywhere I am by going to a gym. I think that's the most fascinating piece to me. Yeah. And I've always told him that, forced him to even do travel once against <laughs> his will to Italy. But we had, I remember, we had a great I remember trip. seeing that one. It was just, um, but it is like, I, you know, I remember, I remember the, that, the aha moment for the comp train piece for me. And it's a similar one for me with Noble, but was being in a gym in uh, Paris, Louvre, CrossFit Louvre, uh, Daniel Chafee's gym, and, and going in and like, nobody spoke English, obviously, but you know, like, but not, the coaches sometimes will be able to speak both. I really like taking a class in a different language because mm. it's, you know, a lot of the movements are in, you know, in English, so it's easy to follow, but I just think it's fascinating. You got the Forster? Yes. Did it did a yeah. Tittleber swing? And, <laughs> oh, and funny enough, you you grew up, you lived in Paris. We'll talk about that after. You lived in Paris. I did. I, I did not know that. Yes. J'habite yeah. yeah. à Paris pour deux ans. There you go. Look at this. That's the only thing I can say now. <laughs> For you real. You said it so well, if you right. just left yeah, it at I that, everybody would have been... A but that was, uh, <laughs> I walked into Louvre and was like going to jump into class, and I was like, I think that's, I think that's CF, CF&E and CompTrain's workout today. You know, like I knew what the workout was because, you know, of the app or like yeah. the, on the on the yeah. vlog or whatever. And I was like, holy shit, like that's crazy. And, you know, it's the same. You know, I, I would, I think I would text you sometimes and be like, hey, I'm in Italy. I just saw a pair of Nobles, you know, and it's like. Yeah, it's really cool to see. It is. The, uh. I think I attribute it more to the space than anything that we're doing that's extra special. I think that um, the space is, meaning the CrossFit space, we got started in it in you know, year 2009. I started in 2006, 2007. And back then it was really small. So when you were talking to the community, you talked to the entire community. It started online. We started with this viral um, aspect to what we do where 
if you saw somebody doing something, everyone knew about it like instantaneously. Right. And I think it's a credit to the way our our, our space is um, set up that these shared best practices just kind of emulate and go across like wildfire so fast. You know, it's when we started this whole thing, you know, there was no assault bikes. There were no D-balls. There were no prowler pushes. But all of a sudden, you start to see like, ooh, these things work. Like, how fast are those adapted into the space? Well, it's the same thing for good programming, and it's the same thing for good apparel and good shoes. Like, when they see something that works, they see something that they relate to, and they see something, it's like, whoa, that makes sense. They're one of us. This is going to be meaningful for me. Like, let's just, let's go. They're one of us. And I think it's a tribute more to more to the, the, the community and what they represent than anything that we're doing that's actually, you know, extra, extra special. Yeah, it's, it's truly a community. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and you see it with, with what you built here, right? Like, like, I was, um, you know, I had a friend that just came down to visit. For, he came for the day because he wanted to see what this was. You know, I just introduced, I just introduced you, Pete, oh, yeah, from yeah. the gym. Um, he came down here for the day. He came down last night. He's leaving today just because he wanted to see what this was. And he's like, he's never been to an event. I'm like, hey, we don't have trade shows. We have Wadapalooza. <laughs> like, this is what we do. This is where we get cool. together. This is our trade show. And how much cooler is this than it's outside? He's like, every trade show I've ever been to, I'm in a suit. He's like, I'm walking around in nobles. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. This is, this is business yeah, casual. Business, there business, we go. This is yeah. business casual to the next level, right? right? And there's a bunch of, like, super cool people and a bunch of crazy athletes throwing down. It's like... Um, it's a really cool thing to be a part of that, you know, it's, um, it's easy to get excited about being a part of a community like this. There's just so much positive energy just yeah. just all around. You know, my experience here, um, you know, you're a part of that too. Like we came here, I think you came here for your first time with me, we stayed together. We did that oh, yeah, terrible right. workout where you made us run up the stairs and at every level we did the number of burpees yes. on the floor. We stayed on like a 15-story building. No, 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 stop. It was <laughs> it was 18 stories, okay? And those last three count more than anything. <laughs> run to story number one, one burpee. Run to story number two, two burpees. And by the time it you sounds get, easy till you're hitting the teens. I yeah. remember somebody texting me like, where are you? I'm like, ah, I'm blacked out in a stairwell with Bergeron. <laughs> I we stayed that. in that we had, like, we had like nine people staying in this like two bedroom. Oh man, we were yeah. here. I, oh, of course. Harry slept out on the porch because someone was snoring. Dan, the lumbar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally slept on the porch on an air, on an air mattress. Now that I happened know. to be a Michael once. We were uh, in yeah. the very early days. We were out in California and someone let us stay in their extra room. And I woke up in the morning and Michael's in the living room. Uh, I was like, Where, what happened? He's like, you were snoring. You so, happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you snored. People get really so angry like, about never, other people snoring. Yeah. Oh, I would get angry. Yeah? yeah. Well, you might have been angry at me once or twice for this. Yeah. <laughs> We've shared a room, yes. Yeah. No, they. Um, but to yep. go back to like uh, that story of us getting together with um, when Marcus and Michael approached me about becoming a part of the company, the brand, the agency at the time. I, I really, um, I didn't have the vision that they had at the time. They were talking about an agency. I'm like, guys, I, I don't really see. I don't know if I see this. Um, I do think a training brand in the space could work. Um, but if you guys pivot, I want to. I don't. I know what you guys. I got super excited about them, like the passion they brought and the dual strengths that they brought. Michael, the super amazing creative, Marcus, the incredible branding and business. That combination together, 
you could see super early on how special and how different what they were doing was going to be. Where everyone else was looking at how to shift a product, they were creating a brand. Like what's super cool is they literally created a brand, as you said, created a brand, put out content, created a following, went to events and had a booth without a product. For like, like a for, year and a half. For without a yeah. product. Like yeah. showed up at the games and like just like let's create this feeling, this vibe. It's more about what we stand for and who we are. You know, no excuses, hard work, you do it. Um, it's not your shoes, it's you. Um, that ethos is super easy to get behind and man, it was super exciting to see somebody put like the brand first and the why not the what now they have the what to back it up which is um you know just makes it go so much faster and so much farther and um it, it was yeah. funny because that happened because we had to right it was one of these things and in, in yeah. those early super early days ben would just throw us the keys to cf and e because michael and i would go in there late at night like you know 10 o'clock at night to like one in the morning practicing to do like night shots yeah, like cool like lighting photography yeah. and then and michael in those early days did all of our photography i don't think it, a lot of people know that which we do is crazy yeah Me. and so it was he taught himself photography yep. and created the, the the visual look and feel of the brand but it was like at cf and e in you know at late at night early in the morning practicing shots and I, actually it's, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go back and look at some of these things the posts just to, some of those things it was about the mood to create yeah. a mood there are times I'd go down to Michael's house and we'd be out in his backyard in the middle of the night taking photos and his wife Amy was just laughing at us and we we're trying to figure out kind of exactly the look and feel we had a very clear kind of view in mind um, but it's really funny to think back to kind of why those things happened because it was like we needed to move forward and product was taking longer than we expected and so that's kind of what we led with it's so it sounds so like yeah okay yeah like no one does that it's not no, that simple. it's not that like no one goes like hey let's push the product back a little bit and let's work on like what is that we want to stand for what is the 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 imagery and the feel and all the rest like that's not the normal place everyone else goes like let's let's create a widget and like let's price it at this and let's go for this market and they start with that instead of like who are we that's really cool and then the second side of that is once we got the product and it was at the games that one year like we're all excited 2014. we're yep. at the 2014 crossfit games and we're gonna launch and we're gonna bring noble to the world and this is the games and there's no bigger spot no bigger venue we've had such a long run-up to this moment you know over a year in the making waiting for product and you guys i'm there coaching the athletes but you guys pull me the day before the games we go and sit in the empty tennis stadium and you're like hey we're not going to do it we're we're not going to launch we got the product and it's just not up to snuff when it's not something we're proud of and that's not again easy to look and be like oh okay so they got product they no this means like you're waiting another like six months to a year to get the thing launched again while you're funding the thing by yourself it's like uh, that's which is why I knew that these guys are the right guys like let's wait for it to be right let's wait for where something we're proud of we're not gonna put something out that we're not um, it's a cool like super cool 
unique approach that um, speaks volumes of what Noble's all about. It's a lot easier to reflect on that now. Yeah, at the, I mean, it's, it's high, at the time. It's, it sounds like nothing. It's a super high stress thing, right? Like, imagine like you having Wadapalooza ready to go. Like everyone's ready to True. show up, and you're like, you know what? We're not ready. Hey, don't we're, we're, stay out yeah, on the street. We're gonna do this next year. <laughs> I remember like, that moment at the games. That you know, obviously Rachel Martinez was yep. the athlete, yep. and um, and I was like, wait, they're gonna, they're not, they're not gonna, they're not really. I mean, and right. that has to be. We had athletes. Like, it's. Yeah. That was a moment for me that, you know, stuck out. I, we've talked about it before, but was that the moment where you were like, okay, this thing is, like, going to be wild? No. No, it's no. it's because it, it <laughs> you're like, wow, this thing might not work at all. Because we've been waiting so long for something to show up, and now you're saying it's going to take another six months to a year before we do anything? It's the opposite feeling at that time. Yeah, um, and it was one of those things. In those times, there was. There were. We were setting expectations, and in the early day, I mean, you know uh, better than anybody when it comes to manufacturing uh, for a startup that hasn't generated any revenue. Working with factories, factories, if one finding a factory to work with you is really hard, and then two, being a priority to them is impossible. So they would. How about a shoe factory? Yeah, too, well, right? exactly. So like, they would say, "Yeah, we'll have yeah. it ready here," and then another order would come in that's you know bigger than ours, and then we get bumped. And so it was like. You know, delay, delay, and it kept coming back to Ben saying, hey, here's where we're going to have all this stuff. And then it was like, get delayed again. And then to be at the games where we expected to have product for Rachel and others and then and, and not to do that. And then also there's no momentum at that point. You're trying to get the momentum. And yeah. so there was just lots of, uh, um, it was tough, but it was absolutely the right decision. And the thing that made it easier was we knew it was the right decision. Um, but it wasn't. It was. Uh, it was painful for sure. When was the first? Now I was. I know. What, I know when Rachel and Allie, Bushy, now Leard, and, and you all got got the first pair. I rem- I can literally visualize it in CFNE when they were like taking them out of the box yep. and putting them on. Um, was that EC? Was that an ECC thing? When, when was that? It was pre ECC. So that was uh, uh, we were building out, literally building out all the box jump boxes for the launch at the yes. ECC. So it was a couple of days before the ECC. Okay, that's right. And I, I remember I went up, and Michael lives on the South Shore, and which is nowhere close to CrossFit New England. But I I took product up there uh, for people to see. So we fi- we finally had at least prototypes, um, and so that was in January 2015. Very cool. And then uh, athletes w- uh, wore it in, co- in a competition. I remember Heather had a pair uh, as well. Heather did. Yep, one hundred percent. What? What? Um, you know, and, and it's been a, it's been that, and then the clothing was very similar. Um, you know, it took it took a, a long haul to come out. I remember the the first pair of pants, and like they're like the, I mean, the materials were always great. They were tight. The the thing, the your crotch hung really low. Those are my thir- that was my 40th birthday present from Ben. Was it? Yes. I love that. At my surprise party, it was yes. a pair of noble pants. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're like, like, I'm I live in the new sweatpants. Like, I go home. The new apparel is just so good. La- you know, last night, go home, shower, and pu- put those pants on. Yeah, make the been, room as cold as possible. See, I do it the opposite way. I wake up, shower, put those pants on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's my uh, that's I, my work attire. You know, oh, I know, I know, I know. What what's um, and I think this is for both of you. Um, what's go, what, what what's next for you guys? You know, where where what are you doing? Like, where are you going? 
Um, I, I mean, that is a big question for two guys like you with so many things that are going on. You know, each individually, like, what's next for Noble? Like, where does Noble go from here? I, know, I was hoping you were going to ask Ben. No, he has to go for so, it. So, he needs more time to think. No. <laughs> so, first of all, we're, we're just having so much fun right now. Um, and the team is growing. We're over 80 people now. Um, and it's just a fun, fun uh, group. Of people who are just super enthusiastic, you know, really kind of uh, do whatever needs to get done. Like the whole uh, build out here at Wadapalooza, um, watching that come together has just been phenomenal. So for us, it's just like you know, not losing sight of what got us here. So continuing to grow within uh, uh, the broader CrossFit community um, and starting, we're seeing organic expansion into other areas of training. So we are. Uh, are and will always be a training brand. Uh, so we've got some really uh, incredible uh, running product, new running products that are coming out. Um, a lot of really uh, exciting footwear uh, and apparel that we can't really talk about right now, but will be out later this year um, that we're really fired up about. So you're going to see the brand kind of rounding out um, into other areas of training. Really cool. Go ahead, Ben. We're, yeah, so for Comp Train, we are. Um we're not expanding outside the space. We're doubling and tripling down inside the space. So we know who we are. We know who we're talking to. And it's people that live, breathe, and die this CrossFit thing and the competition side of thing. We are What we want to do is help people get to the next level. And whether that's help people get their first handstand push-up or be able to be the fittest guy in the 630 AM class, get them to be in the top 200 for a Masters in the Open, get them to qualify for an event like Water Blues or win the CrossFit Games. What we are doing is trying to really put a lot of emphasis into the end, the person using this. And it's not like the thousands, it's Jim in Iowa. We're talking, we want to talk to that one person and give them the best experience they possibly can be. We feel like CrossFit's such an amazing, amazing community. At the same time, the competitors inside the space have kind of left kind of like afloat in the ocean a little bit. You know, because Every, everything that these people got excited about, which whether it was competing in their class and trying to beat all their buddies, or it was trying to compete in the open or qualify for an event like this, CrossFit pivoted and goes, hey, we're, we're about getting people off the carbs and off the couch and this competition thing, like give it back to the community, let them do their thing. And there's nobody that's kind of like taking the reins and say like, no, like, we're here for you. We're speaking to you. We want this thing to go. We, this is our passion. This is what we live for. This is what I've dedicated my adult life to is helping CrossFit competitors and competitors. It, if you're a competitor, it doesn't mean you have to sign for an event. A competitor is somebody that competes for better jobs, better relationships, to be a better version of themselves every single day. If you're one of those people, we want to help you. We want to help you get to the next level. We're going to try to... As best as we can, we're investing a lot internally in our terms of our team, in coaches, in programming, in infrastructure. We wanna we wanna revamp what everybody was so excited about in 2012 through 2016. When this thing was on the up trajectory and everyone was coming into this thing and the rise of Froning, the rise of Frazier, the rise of Katrin, the rise of Tia, and all these people were coming through. We want to take that th the whole sport to the next level, as I'm sure you do with Wadapalooza. This is, um, we are about the CrossFit competitor. We are about the people 
that you don't need to motivate to get to the gym. We're, mm -hmm. we're talking to the freaks. We're talking to people that are coming to an event like this. Yeah. CrossFit can go and they're, I'm really proud of what they're doing. I hope that they do get people off of diabetes medication, take care of the special populations, the elderly, and improve health across the world. We're going to fill the void that was potentially left. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like I love it. You can it. keep going. I love it. Yeah. Me up. No, I think, yeah, I think um, a deal on that. You know, um, I'm not in a rush here. That wasn't like a closing, like, tell me what's next. I, I, I want to, um, how do you think this whole change, we don't have to do the, like, whole, like, what do you think of the change thing? Yeah. But, like, how do you think, like, this stuff now, like, hey, this has been, like, more validated, has a, as has an event in yep. Iceland and Ireland. Is that helping what you're doing? You know, when, so, I, change is hard for anybody. Yep. Um, and when they announced the changes, the lack of clarity with the announcements, man, that caused a lot of ambiguity, confusion, and skepticism. Um, maybe a lot of fear about what was going to happen because people didn't, couldn't understand it, and we were getting no direction about what this whole thing was. So we had people in my gym that were on the fringe of qualifying for regionals that essentially the next day after the announcement when they said, like, there's going to be no more regionals, it's sanctionals, basically quit the sport. That's a, I, I wish that they hadn't because that hurts the space, right? Mm -hmm. that, that lack of information going out is not a good thing for us. In hindsight, with enough space, this was good for everybody. Yep. It's never been easier to get to the CrossFit Games. It's never been more impactful to have an event like Wadapalooza. It's never been more meaningful to have national qualifiers. It's never been better to have these, how many sanctioned events are there now, 25? Uh, yeah. 20, 20, yeah, 25, 26. Like, that didn't exist before. Before it was the CrossFit Games, regionals, mm -hmm. and then essentially there was Wadapalooza. <laughs> and then there was a bunch of these other local competitions. Well, all those other local competitions have been completely validated. A lot of resources are going into those, which is improving the space massively. This has been an incredible thing for us as CompTrain, as programmers of competitive sport, because people are not just vying for those regional spots and then the five spots out of regionals. Mm -hmm. If you don't qualify for a sanctioned event, like you go for the next one. If you don't qualify that one, you go for the next one. If you get to that one and you don't qualify for the games, you go to the next one. It used to be one and done, which was tough. If you have a bad day, if you... Um, sprain your ankle the weekend before, if you get the flu, if you get mono, if you get strep throat the day of, your chances of going to the game are almost nil. True. Now, like you have that, okay, let's go to Wadapalooza. Let's go to the next event. Let's go to the next one. Then they throw the um, open to the beginning of the season. Also, like massive drastic move in the open um, participation went down drastically when they did that. I don't know the numbers, but I think it went down by about 15%. Yep. I think that's lack of awareness that it was even happening because they pulled out all their social. Now it's going to be a, such a cool thing because there's so much structure to the event. Let's do this online qualifier. The top athletes get pulled off the floor. Now it's fair game. It's a wild, wild west. Who's going to shoot themselves to the, to the championships? It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a season now that we got to go and like, there's another one out. There's another one out. Whereas the last year with the craziness of the open and happening, people didn't even know how you would qualify. And people would qualify for Wadapalooza like three months after Wadapalooza because of all the weirdness that was happening. 
as this thing is shaking out, this is a better thing for the space. It's a better thing for the athletes. It's a better place for us in the place where we are, where we support the athletes. I, th I think it comes back to what we were talking about early on, community, right? And so you have all of these events which have been, you know, to Ben's point, validated and have grown. Like, Waz uh, has always been really big, but you, you come here, the feeling of community is incredible. And now there are more opportunities for people around the world to get together and, and not even just the athletes, but the, there's so many people who are here yeah. just to participate and be a part of it. So I think it's great for the overall community as if well. If anybody that's listening that hasn't been here, you got to come to Waterpalooza. It's yeah, like this event sure. is insane. It's um, it's February and <laughs> the yeah. sun is out. It's, it's like 80, yeah. 85 degrees sunshine and like there's thousands of people in every like it's it's an amazing how many things are going on at once in terms of like in terms of competition floors speaking Am seminars I to know that? You, yeah, no. you can lots, you just guess lots. no one's going to go. know whether you're telling the truth you know, or not a lot it's nine. Um, it's there's four, nine. There's nine four nine times <laughs> what time is it nine <laughs> there's four stages live with you know heats for between 12 and 14 hours and then there's uh, stage in the back here in the beach where you know people are educating you know thought leadership um, there's things like this going on there's probably at any one moment at a minimum six like really attendable yeah. things going I, on I was telling to somebody yesterday that I believe I think Wadapalooza is what Greg Glassman envisioned the games to be you know he envisioned a festival he envisioned um, Woodstock of fitness, which is people come together, hang out. There's some fitnessing going on, but it's kind of like the secondary thing. Like right now, and when I came to this last year, particularly because I didn't have any athletes, I'm coaching this year. Mm -hmm. But when I came here last year, I came down and had an amazing, amazing experience. I didn't watch a second of competition. And, uh, it's you like you don't need that. to. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I came down here for the entire time from like opening to close had so much never had a moment of downtime and i never once even saw a competition floor you you said something to me last year that was really impactful you said that you could never tell <clears throat> when the elites were going you don't need to you you had no idea and you never ended up going because at the, at very the, different than the games yes you because the know. games yeah. like when it's happening like vendor village comes a ghost town it's yeah. the games are it's a test for the world's fittest athletes, right? right? It's an incredible test. It's amazing. And I love the CrossFit Games. I love you and me both. the CrossFit 100%. Games. I think it's one of the best, coolest sporting events in the world. Yep. It's cool that this is not that, right? It's not supposed to be that. Nope. It, this is, it's what you say. It's, it's, I mean, the tagline, I don't know, but it's some of the long lines of like fitness, community, and life. life. Like that's what... The, we so, talk about like living into your ethos. That's pretty solid. Celebrate fitness community, like yeah. You know, and that's you know, Guido created that. Uh, he spoke last night, and it was uh, you know, he set he's kind of set my mind right the last two years. You know, he started this, and we're now you know um, the keepers of that. And he has a, such a great message with with this and what they built. It's it's wild. I mean, you you know you you're involved in the competitive scene as this was growing. ECC was at the same time. Hell, they were back-to-back -back weekends. Yeah. yeah, I mean, think about how crazy that was at the time. It was like, oh, Guido and I used to talk about. I used to like find out when Waterpalooza was, and yeah. we'd schedule it the weekend. I don't remember if it was before or after, but we knew it was back-to-back. -back. I think Granite Games was the next weekend. It was e like three back-to-back-to-back. -to -back -to -back. ECC was the weekend after Waterpalooza because yeah. Guido would come 
I like oh, I did right, the, right. I did yes, the gauntlet yesterday, yeah. so now like I'm not a competitor, but like I know like that was a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, I might I'm waiting for the rabdo tomorrow, <laughs> which would just be on par with you and I at competitions. You should, you know. There's another story. We can, we could get to that, but no, he would come to ECC and yeah, compete because right. at the time he was a yeah, competitor. Yeah, you know? that's right. And he, I mean, I have no idea how he would do that. Like crazy, the dehydration. No, he's a lack monster of though. Sleep. He's a he's an individual games athlete. I think those guys are a different breed though. Totally. Like even that was five years ago. Even five years ago, they were a different species than the rest of us are, and now. It's insanity. Like what these oh, yeah. individuals are capable of at the elite. It, forget about the elite level. At the RX level here, they're like, they're a different species of human beings than the rest of the people walking around. Well, you know that, that and I don't know the exact stat, but they're, I think the last two or three years, a winner of our RX division has gone to and had success at the games. Now, I'm Is talking. Right? I'm talking That's in there, insane. even regional models. Yeah. Um, wow! In the regional model, there was the winner of our RX division, then went and won a regional that year. So they didn't mm. even qualify for the elite here. You know. Wow. So I was out this morning watching the row because I wanted to sort of like get an idea what that was going to look like. And there were guys in the RX division finishing this crazy row workout that we have, and we're like we were like didn't know that any of the elites might. You know, yeah. I was like, game was crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's. And then there's beginners, you know, there's 2,700 people competing. Maybe, you know, maybe you should go compete. Marcus? <laughs> I think he was talking to you, Ben. I know, there's some room over on that stage. Today. I threw down a capture. I, I, I threw down a capture at the. I did the. Oh, you did I your did workout? The, I did the comp train, yeah. How'd which, that go which for we you? named Miami Heat before we announced it before you guys did. Oh, yeah. we stole it? Yes. You want to? Yeah. <laughs> we have right. to talk we, about we didn't trademark it. You can, Send me to your yeah. lawyers. So we did. It was. Yeah. Uh, I did it with the same calories as her, so it was 15 calorie ski, 15 calorie bike, 15 calorie row, straight up one time through. How how was that? Um, I got I got annihilated. Well, <laughs> I, I I hung my I held my own with her, but like my fitness got annihilated. Well, I was did. bent over breathing for three minutes, and she's over like already taking like 50 selfies with people. <laughs> well, you did it. You did it last year in. With, oh, I did it with, with Brooke. Brooke. Yeah, with Brooke. Yeah. The, what 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 workout? That was, was it? death race. Oh jeez. That death race is death race was worse. And that is death race is five bike. rounds of uh, um, assault bike and burpees. It's a. Uh, 10 calorie assault bike for the girls, 15 for the guys, and 15 burpees. So it's but tight. I do the girl version against those guys. Because again, they're a different breed. Yeah, yeah. We're I use no ego. Yeah. Oh, no. It can get ruined, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for being here. First of all, I, per, on a personal note, I couldn't be more grateful for the two of you and the impact you've had on my life and the support here. You know, you like, you, <laughs> you have, um, you know, I, I came down here to do this last year, and you guys, like, both hopped in and came over and supported, and I really appreciate that. I'm really proud of, you know, Noble being a partner of our event this year, which is, I think, you know, you partnered with ECC, but, like, yep. really kind of your first big, you know, involvement with an event. You're going to be at West Coast Classic in Madrid. Absolutely. Uh, which Looking we're super excited about. And, Ben, yeah. you're going to yeah, be involved in Madrid. Yep. Madrid. Do some yeah. programming, maybe yes. for the for for the people of Spain. Yes, yes. Let's bring it to bring it to Espanol. Espanol. Yeah. I, I I'm telling you right now, strap your seatbelt on for that event is going to be wild. I'm we'll telling be, you right now, that wait. crowd is can't rabid wait. over there. Yeah. So we'll bring some more of this there. But we'll bring some we'll bring some programming. They'll bring the heat. 
Ah, I like yes. that. It yeah. is about a show. It's, we'll so, put on a show. That's what right? it's about. So, yeah, like you got when you think about programming, you got to think of a few different things, and one of them is the entertainment value for sure. Yeah. So we'll do what we can to make that make that as good as possible. That is, um, we I said that the other night. I I wanted like you know, just two minutes with the athletes before not not to really address anything more than that, which was like, hey, we want you to look really good and and, and show your talent and perform. Like we do not want to hurt you or like that's really. I, I want them to show their talents. I yeah. know you do. We've talked so much about yeah. this. You've impacted me on that side of things. I mean, what? I don't program it. I mean, but that's the messaging for the people that go in and do it. Yep. You know? And it's great to see. I mean, it's one of these things where there's just so much thought that has gone into everything here at uh, Wadapalooza. Really excited to see West Coast and Madrid fired right. up. Well, I can't You're wait. You're doing good things, Matt. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And I don't been, know how you do just it. Just trying and, to keep up with the two of you. Well, you know, oh, the, my the, God. The funny thing is that it's just like if we go back to 2013, 2014, or wherever it is, is that we've all been close, but it's just like it's been fun to watch you as well and all the things that you've been doing and to see you kind of all the stuff with Loud Live is just phenomenal. Well, Absolutely. Thank well, thank you. Thanks for all your support. And I've learned a lot from both of you, a couple of mentors as well as friends. So let's keep crushing it. There let's, we go. Let's go. All right. Well, you guys are going to roll us out. So shut it down somehow. Shut it down, Ben. And then oh, push the button. One funny story about the Italy trip. I remember when you guys were in Italy because I saw Ben's Easy E. Oh, exactly. yeah, that, that is the way the to microphone because I am no joke. Tell your mama to get off of my tip. I have no time to get. That's there it. you go. That's Before it. it I love it. It doesn't that get any better than that. I'm going to hold go. it <laughs> and walk around the stage in. Drop the mic, Ben. Drop that the is mic. Good. You go on YouTube and watch that. Maybe Thank we'll... you for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, boys. This was a blast. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Great. Cool.